science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? Are you funny like I'm a clown and you lose Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yes, yeah, so fuck off and die. It's all okay. good. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. So, Sounds good, are dude. You, are you cozy? I I feel weird doing this movie. <laughs> I know why. It's like after the fact. I specifically like it's a Christmas movie. I was getting all, but now I'm like New Year, new me. Yeah, dude. Welcome Not to 2024, really. people. Yeah, we're we're rocking it here. We're watching new movies. No more of those old movies, except for today when we talk about it. No, this is movie that came out very recently, and that's us now on. We're only doing what's the hippest TikTok trends, whatever the biggest thing is. Make sure to smash <laughs> yeah. that like and subscribe. Uh, just kidding. We're probably gonna watch some dumb old shit this this next month. Oh yeah, probably. I mean, the I movies put, that I are gonna speed. win are from like the early two thousands or. I put yeah, speed on the poll, buddy. You know. Yeah. I right. told I told my wife to go vote. She just can't wait to do her movie month in February. But I told her I said go vote for a movie on the Reddit. For the love of God, please, uh, please, anyone go vote for the movies on the Reddit. I know. And she looked Everybody at it out there and she listening. says, "Ugh, these movies are boring." And I said, "How could you? What? <laughs> How could you just call speed and hot fuzz and that?" Anyway, right now we're talking about. The opposite of those movies. So this last, <laughs> I know we're talking. Yeah, yeah. That the high octane. It's, I hope uh, it's going low. It's low octane. I right hope now. It's everyone. Jim, it's, it's Jim Bean right now, baby. Jim Bean, baby. <laughs> so I hope everyone had a great holiday. So if if you listen to this, then perhaps you know we skipped a week so that we could uh, travel and be with our families and all that. So this last <laughs> month, we, December, COVID could devour my brain. <laughs> yeah, this last month, uh, December was cozy movie month. And I think the movie we watched uh, today's you clicked on the thing, the holdovers was a perfect ending to like it was exactly what I wanted it to be, and it was the perfect ending to the genre that we'd done for the month, um, last month. So we're <laughs> I'm gonna try to get back in that headspace. Yeah, uh, even well, though yeah, we're, we're dying of climate change here, it's like fifty degrees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was it was nice. It was. It was a nice cold 1970s December, and we're gonna roll it on back to the holdovers here. I'll give you a little uh, synops yeah, for all the folks me. at home. Lay it on me. Um, it'll be. Uh, I didn't. I didn't write it down. So, clearly, so expect a 15 minute synopsis of Jordan trying <laughs> trying to remember the movie that he watched. So bear with us I, because well, usually okay, we watch a like, movie like a couple days before we do the podcast. We both yes. watched this movie over a week ago, and. We were both just talking about off air how terrible our memories are, and they're filled with uh, crack addict homeless. So. Oh, sure. I mean, it's good. my mind palace is more of like a, a mind trailer park that's yeah, been abandoned, a, and so some, I, uh, mind ruin. I'm, I'm gonna do my uh, I'm gonna do my best here to get everybody uh, up to speed. Um, all right. So this movie takes place in the December month of 1970s Massachusetts where Barton I don't even know you know high school boys it's a it's a cute little boys yeah, school boys school yeah it's a boys school I don't I don't quite know the age group there's there's boys of high, all ages high schoolers, here you know probably well high school but I think those kids junior high be, some of them 
Sure, junior high, maybe. I don't know. It's the 70s. Boys Life school, different. 13. Kids were, I'm going to say yeah. 12 to <laughs> fucking whatever a boys 60, school is. Whatever you, whatever, yeah, whatever you we're, want. We're because poor. the per, the, <laughs> yeah. the perpetual the perpetual boys school boy, Paul Giamatti, who uh, plays the character of Paul Hunnam or or that's right Hunnam or whatever um he uh he's a smarty pants history teacher who works at this boys school and he has to he gets he gets kind of like bullied into the duties of being like a proprietary teacher that stays on campus for kids who don't get to travel home for the holidays there are about four or five kids that stay they're in in consequential because they all leave in the first like 30 minutes of the movie and angus is left behind as the only kid that wasn't able to go because his now remarried mom is out living her best life and you think that his father's dead at the beginning because he lies about that because he's too embarrassed about the truth we'll find about that later but another person who has to stay back is the kitchen worker, and she's the head head kitchen cook at this school. Her name's Mary Lamb, and she just she's I can't remember what happened to the the husband and the dad, but he's out of the picture. He's he's yeah. dead too. Maybe I don't quite maybe, remember. Maybe yeah, her son died in Vietnam, which is but that's just that's recently. The, that's her. It's literally nineteen seventy, right, I think. Yeah, there. right. So yeah, his I think his son like died that year in the movie that the movie takes place, yeah. and so she's she's. A grieving mother who has to kind of help take care of these people and she's black and she's helping like prominently white people and so there's this kind of like there's like a class divide and Paul Giamatti's character uh yeah, like he, a hoity-toity really rich her. boy school too you know right because it is a, it's a private yeah they even make the school. comment that like the only person you don't see these boys going off to die and they're like except for uh, Curtis or whatever exe- except for Curtis who who Curtis Curtis Lamb the the son he he was working because Mary Lamb works, works at the school. At, yeah. She got the job. You find out later that she gets the job there because she knows that well, her son all, can go to the school. And that's not all spelled so, out anyway, which is nice. It's like no, subtext. It's all, you know? it's all subtext. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's in, it's in dialogue, like uh, just like light conversations. It's casual. That are throw, throwaway conversations, which is great. This movie, this movie is, if you don't know, uh, how do you say it? Payne? Alexander Payne? Yeah, Alexander Payne. He, he didn't write it surprisingly, the, but. Oh, he didn't. Oh, but, but I'm sure he helped because yeah. he writes it, his like he's it feels a like an alexander Payne movie through and through which is weird right. that he didn't write it uh yeah. but i mean obviously he directed it and rightfully so because yeah it feels it's a very dialogue very character driven little movie right but Sorry, go on uh oh yeah sure and then so <laughs> it's it's basically just them stuck at this school and they're all they're all kind of broken characters and it's this it's like a it's like a coming of age slash midlife crisis movie where Paul Giamatti, he is an old curmudgeon. None of the students like him. None of the staff likes him. And Mary Lamb kind of gives him the breakdown like, hey, you're, you know, you're not a very likable dude. And Paul Giamatti's kind of like, yeah, I know, but I'm, I am who I am. And he has some like core values that kind of get, you know, mixed up a little bit and they get tested during this movie. And he uh, goes off with the, he goes off with Angus and they go down to Boston to hang out, and um, you find out that Angus's father is actually in like a like some mental institution, and he just you know he has like onset dementia, and uh, he's pretty young, and it's really it's really sad. And Angus kind of has to deal with this, and Paul Giamatti is there to witness it, and like 
it kind of it kind of helps him grow and you know gain some humanity and his heart grows three sizes bigger <laughs> that year yeah and uh and um when the school comes back and it's in session again uh the parents of angus find out they get really upset and they they want to expel or they want to remove angus and put him into a military academy and paul giamatti's like oh no angus is like He's not the. It's it's what I loved about this movie is Angus isn't like the smart kid. It's this isn't like Goodwill Hunting that we watched last month. Like he's not the he's not this like savant that's amazing. He's not a savant. He's, just, he's, he's just the a, smartest in that class, but only because but, he has to try. But he like he tries. Right, he tries. But he's he not tries like, really yeah, hard. He's not like a genius or anything. I love it. Like nothing comes easy to him. He still gets a B minus or whatever. But he gets just because he gets a B minus, it's the highest grade in the class. It just means Paul Giamatti. He, it like shows that like he's really tough on the kids and stuff. And he pushes he pushes kids because he he wants them to like see their full potential. And so it's great that like Angus isn't like a genius by any means, but Paul Giamatti sees potential in him. And so Paul Paul Giamatti takes the fall and says that it was his idea to take him to his father. You know, it's Christmas time. It's all this. He pulls on the heartstrings. So Paul Giamatti, he gets fired. And there's a loving, touching scene at the end where Paul Giamatti's leaving. He, you know, he packs up all his things and he's he's going to leave. And Angus comes up to him and he's like, he's like, what are you going to do? And he's just kind of like, he's like, I don't know. Life goes on. I'm going to I'm going to move on. And he's like, you take care of yourself. You gotta and, write that's his little... and that's like, that's so right. good. <laughs> that, it's that really ending, good. And that handshake and like, at the end has more fucking... Yeah. guts and back to it than so many other movies it's just like then, yeah there you go i mean we just we just we were talking about Saltburn for like 20 <laughs> minutes before we got on and yeah. like there's more emotion in that than like the end of Saltburn. so yeah, i don't seriously. know seriously but it, but it, it like so it's like this movie but does this have a, and that, does paul giamatti hang dong in this though that's the no that's, that's the only true. reason that uh god, oh my god dude edge if, oh my god dude if his like googly eye was rocking around and he was just dancing and hanging <laughs> dong that would be amazing i would totally watch best, best I, my favorite movie of all time <laughs> Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would dedicate my life to just like it'd be like a new thing. I just go around to just telling people to watch it. Be like a religion, like a monk. I know. I'd be like. I'd be like Kevin Smith. I'd like. I'd take it around like a caravan. Right. Any any theater in the U.S. that would play it, I would. I'd hand out pamphlets in the street. Anyway. Oh, yeah, but so, anyways, it's basically it's just like kind of this, like it's a melancholy ending, it's and, uh, like with hope. It's, it's a got, found it's got, family, you know. It's the three, mi- the three yeah, lonely misfits at Christmas but come together because, and learn of each other's weaknesses and strengths. But it's and, only for it's only for that only for that like I think it's like what two weeks or something that the the break is or yeah, twelve like, days or something. Like, yeah, ten or twelve and, days or something like that. And like that's that's it. They don't they're they're never gonna see each other again. Well, I mean Angus and Angus and Mary they'll probably have some, you know, glances in the cafeteria and they'll, they might have some slight talking relationship, but they're not going to be friends that, you know, he's not going to, he's not going to go to dinner with her. Paul Giamatti's not going to ever see them again. It's, it's, yeah, it's he's really going to go off and travel but like, and, but it literally well, like he, the last yeah. lines when he shakes his hands, he's like, uh, it's been 10 days since I watched it or whatever. So, but it's something along it, the lines of like, you know, uh, you know, you just get through this time and, you know, just keep your head down and hang in there, you know, or whatever. And it's just like, you just wait till you're graduating. And then he's like, oh, I was going to tell you the same thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, he throws right. it back at him and it's, it's nice. It's a nice, it's that's a really, yeah, that's really sweet. It's and, a tender yeah, moment. I, it's the most, uh, most heartfelt handshake. <laughs> like, I know it really is. Well, dude, do you know what, do you know what I kept thinking when I watched this? Like, cause this is, this was your first time seeing it obviously. And oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. And, uh, it just, just came out like, like, you know, like four months ago. But, uh, um, I kept thinking of Rushmore while I was watching this film, but this is like, this is like 
the not fun Rushmore. Like <laughs> this is totally like this is the Rushmore that is like that is just like so steeped and grounded in reality that like this could be a documentary if they it's, had two interviews. It's in this. too real. It's like <laughs> it's the so teacher, real. the teacher that like is nice to to Paul Giamatti's character. Uh, it's like if they were both trying to fuck her. <laughs> and it was like right. quirky but in this it's right. just literally like oh she's nice yeah. to me and he's like oh i feel like there's some chemistry there and then it's like it's not a big thing but she's like oh yeah maybe i'll put myself out there and then she has a boyfriend and it's like it doesn't just crush him he just continues to drink more and he's just like well that's yeah, life it, you know what i mean like of course like this is why you don't have fucking hope uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's that. Paul, Paul Giamatti, like every character he has, he's, is that it's just like clinging on for dear life. Like they're at the, they're they're stretched out as thin as a thread, and like uh, Paul, even like I don't, any every character he's ever been. This in. whole <laughs> cast, absolutely fucking like I, I've always kind of liked Paul Giamatti. You know what I mean? He just everything he pops up in, he's he's a cool guy, and obviously loved him in like another Alexander Payne movie, like Sideways and stuff. But uh, he. He fucking crushed it in this man. He's so he's so good in this movie, and I don't know what the deal is with his eye, but that's just like the perfect cherry well, dude, on top. Do you know? For his character. Do you know what's beautiful? His uh, that prosthetic eye was um, it kept Paul Giamatti a made it a goof because he was just like he wanted to like push the boundaries of how like off putting, but like but like what I don't even know what he said exactly but it's like he would be he's like sympathetic and off-putting at the same time like like you feel sorry for him but like you don't like he's not like he's not an asshole because of it he's just kind of meek and so anyways he but the the porcelain eye thing the the prosthetic eye he kept switching it during filming so that you like people would be confused like actual characters in it were confused like the whole bit where he's like i don't know what eye to look at it, like, and he's like, he's like, I'm keeping that at. close to the chest. They're bowling, and it's just like, yeah, he's drunk because he's always drunk. But that's what yeah. hits so much harder. Like that might be. That's one of my favorite scenes is when he walks out of the office after he just got fired, and he just said, "It's yeah. this eye. This is the one you look at." You know what I mean? Like this is the yeah. one you have the connection with. And I'm like, I would have guessed it was the other eye. Sometimes you know, I makes know, sense. I know, right, right, but it's right, like, right. yeah, that's such a. I I really like this movie. <laughs> I was like, I'm definitely gonna watch this again next Christmas, but. Well, that's the thing. I think this is definitely like will be in uh, like a rewatch repertoire. But like, it's so weird. This is a this is a movie that all the reviews I've watched or I've read for this are freaking. They're they're super ambiguous. Like no one knows why. They're like they're like I was weeping during this movie and I don't know why. Like I I'm like I'm so touched by this film and like it's not like it's not like a heavy drama. I think it's just because it's it's just so grounded in reality. And I think for me personally. It's the human story that kind of just takes place throughout all of time. Like, I mean, Paul Giamatti in this movie, he says, like, you know, history repeats itself. Like, if we're, you know, if we don't learn from it, we will continue to repeat it. God, I forget the line. Every generation, so good. Yeah, when he's just like, that's how you, that's how you make sense of the now. You know what I mean? It's not like a. Well, yeah. Well, I might. The takeaway that I loved is when he says every generation thinks that they created or they they invented depravity, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that's so. It's so true. Like I love that, yeah. and it's such a well written line. I, I think it's because it's I like, like that's what's crazy. It's like this movie not only feels really truthful and honest. It's like, you know, it's got its dramatic moments and it's got like a lot of heart and a lot of comedy, but it's like it hits in that like the like a real human. It's just superhuman. I know as dumb as that sounds, but it's like 
uh, the fact that it feels so nostalgic. Like I felt nostalgic watching this. Yeah. In a way that was really weird because it's like I'm feeling this emotion that doesn't feel like it's cheap and it's like just grasping for my childhood. Because guess what? I didn't grow up in the fucking seventies. I didn't. Uh-uh. I didn't go to a boys' school. I didn't have yeah. a fucking curmudgeon, walleye, one-eyed teacher. It's like, but <laughs> and yet, I think that speaks to how well the characters are written, how well that the uh, direction goes to like make it feel have this atmosphere of just kind of being like sort of lonely, but also like this weird finding comfort in the little things that really clicks with everyone because it, it is it does feel like a simpler thing but it's also a reminder that it's like oh you know even though we all feel alone like you know that's kind of what is like the glue that can bring us together and you know what I mean like you don't have to be alone and stick it out and blah 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 and that's life and I think that's why people are fucking weeping over like because I, I didn't cry or anything but it's just like uh, which is surprising because I fucking cried everything now. I'm a little bitch, but <laughs> but after you, after you give birth twice, man, you just you I don't know, know man, it, your it, hormones. It changed my whole body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll never be the same. God, I just got distracted. See, this is the fucking crackhead in my brain. I, I know. I, I know. Got this distracted is, yeah, this by is the your fact mind that my mind palace. Uh, I felt like I was saying something poignant, but now I'm distracted because I usually wear a graphic tee. But I'm wearing just a straight black shirt, and you always wear a straight black shirt. I always wear black. So shirt, now yeah. I'm like annoyed that we both like match too <laughs> okay. much. All right, dude. That the ADH rattle dude in your mind palace is is everywhere. Oh hell yeah! Oh folks, get on, <laughs> get on our uh, our YouTube real quick, and you can you can get a, a rare glimpse into this hairy yeah. beast of a man in front yeah. of me. This is all you're getting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's really hot I, in here too. It's basically. Uh, Fucking climate, yeah. climate change is killing me. Well, it's funny we brought it over here because we're. It's like this I is don't know, this is the greatest degrees. greatest snow on earth, northern Utah. It's like fifty degrees outside. It sucks. <laughs> it, it's totally normal. Feels good. <laughs> Literally, yeah, Jan- right, right, January second right, yeah. here. Um, but I, I, if I take my mind back to the holdovers and just live in the snowy seventies. Like, that's nice. Things are easy. Well, do you want to know? What, do you know what's amazing? So this is a it's an old cute f- factoid here. Uh, a little fun fact. Uh, all of this film was shot. Oh, and I have another question for you too. After all of this film was shot on location, all practical, no sets, which is pretty cool. Like, I, I like that. Kind of like it's kind of rare to think about it. Like all of it was like like is it found. shot on, very little set. Is it dressing. shot on film? You wish it was shot on film. I Dude, know. No. I that's knew, where we are we right now, buddy. It. Yeah, we talked about this. We have. We have, so we come from the early 2000s where we were really, really, really getting into film and getting our like, you know, our our hooks in it and going to movies like constantly during that weird shift between digital and film. Yeah. And, you know, everybody out there in podcast land. You well, you know the the brief we, history is a lot of a lot of artists auteurs they hated digital they they raged against it there were some small time guys like fucking uh, twenty days later dude I was gonna Danny say Boyle, we were there who, for twenty days later but but yeah. Danny Boyle is not afraid to break the fucking mold well right and he and he Danny Boyle was like no you no you like Felt crazy crazy brains you gotta know that digital is gonna become something and digital actually existed. As a pretty strong medium. I mean, it's it's basically that's how it's always been though. It's like people shoot great movies on sixteen millimeter, and that like sixteen millimeter was you know a cheaper, lesser than film stock back in the day, and well, people were making beautiful movies out of it. Well, so it doesn't matter like, what medium talked, you use. But anyways, 
first this was all digital yeah and so. that's what when you said that's how i was like oh that makes sense because it's like digital cameras like you said it was like all on location which it's so much harder to have a film set on that location for like i mean obviously especially because I, I this makes this movie's more budgetary uh it's not like a huge budget or anything but you know film cameras are smaller now but still it's like you're still dealing with noise it's still like more cumbersome than a digital camera well, and and film camera film film itself is a tactile thing that is actually pretty fragile yeah. so like when you shoot in weather it's really fucking hard yeah. and it, like you can so you have like way more corruption of a and hassle, damage but God, it's like right. this and first cow being shot on just a fucking like airy mini or whatever the fuck it is with yep, great exactly the Alexa, soft yeah. old school lenses cuz this movie looks like especially with like the credits and everything really added to it like from the get go have like the very old school like MGM or whoever did it. Well, Opening, I wanted to. I'm like, man, this movie feels like it could have been made in the 70s. Like, it can looks you, can so, you, it looks great. Can you answer me this? I wasn't 100 percent sure, and I I didn't look it up. Uh, the the non diegetic, like just the soundtrack throughout this, the score was that like was there contemporary music? It felt it didn't feel super period heavy. Until there was like diegetic movie, like music, like like in the movie theater and like uh, in the car and at the party, when they're listening to music, it's ty- it's period piece music. It's music from the '60s, you know. And so like that, like it's weird because there was a blend where at times I was like, God, this music sounds like contemporary. I gotta I I gotta look it up now as we're doing this. I'm pretty. Anyways, I'm yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure it's just a score that's like a that, like maybe a more contemporary score. But like going for like a more, like something more modern, but like going to emulate a slight 70s style uh, is kind of, if I recall. But I didn't, like I normally, you know me, I normally really notice right. the score. And the score in this was uh, was very mild. Like it was, the, I noticed it here and there. But yeah, it was really mild. And then that's like when there was music, like in the scene, obviously that was like just the bits. The bits. God, see, this movie just doesn't like... It's real because it doesn't have any of these crazy hard edges. I was just—I don't know why I was just thinking like at the party. In any other movie, he would have like the the Angus would have like fucked that girl or done something or would have blown up at his face and been a huge yeah. gag. But it was literally just like, oh, I looked down her shirt and it was kind of a thing. And but then we had to leave because someone got too drunk. Like it's just so. It's just real. It's true. I don't know. It's so real. Well, dude, it made me think. Like, it made me think. Like, it's not it's like in a movie, because, like extreme movie drama. Like, it's just like yeah. real life heartache type shit. And well, that's the funny. The thing. I love. I love. Like, it creates. It creates the. You create the narrative in your head with like. They're like, oh wow, they. You know, this is a small moment between him and that, like the niece or whatever, and like. It's like, but that's like kind of how it worked then. It's like back in the day, it's like, it's all proximity, which I mean, it's very similar now, but like we have kind of a digital age that connects us. But like, then it's like he goes and he meets her and like in an, in any other movie, that would be, that would be like a love interest. And he'd be like telling the narrative about her and meeting her, you know, like later on. Be and like, like a whole It's like thing, this movie, yeah. this movie's such a snapshot though of like that two weeks or whatever, you know? And so like, it's really good. And I, there was something interesting, um, that I loved how they progressed time is they would be like, you know, day one and then like day four. And then when it was Christmas day on the 25th, there was no title card or anything. And then later it was like, it was like, 
day 12 or something, you know, yeah. like when, when it went through. And I really like, I really thought that was interesting because I like, I noticed, I was like, oh, they stopped doing the title cards throughout to like tell us where we are, you know, because it's like, you you know, it, it feels, it's like, it feels like it's a huge epic because it, good, they go through a lot of this time. But right. the time cards, it helps you like realize like, oh, it's only been a few days. And so it was. It does like feel like it does help bit. pace it out. Like, that's a good point because yeah. like it it will be like it won't do like every day, like it won't do a title card every day. It makes it feel like even though it was like twelve days, it was like five parts, and it's like this was broken yeah. into sections. Like it helped the pace, but it also helped it feel like like the location. Like it, it went when it's like okay, day twelve or whatever, they're in a different location or they're back at the school like very much felt like this is how I ex- we experienced in chunks. And I know you love your voiceover, but I'm so glad this movie seemed like it could have had voiceover. Oh, like, I know. Uh, I wouldn't have wanted it. There's in this. so this many not, things that I mean, are I, lesser. I maybe I would have liked it. But. Yeah, maybe. But like, if done right, uh, sure, I could see it. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, because that, that really leans yeah. in the nostalgia too. Is just like, oh man, I'll never forget the winter of 1970 That's, to 1971. Right, right. When I has met, you know, it's him at the funeral of fucking Mr. Hunnan or whatever, or some bullshit. Dude, exactly. And I, but I think the, the voiceover would have totally distracted. And I loved how, like, I loved the silence of just, like, walking through the snow and, like, you know, whenever they go out. And I just, I don't know. I love, like. It puts you in the now, all the, which th- that's what yeah. transported you to be there with these characters in that moment and feel like, you know, there's sad moments and, like, the moments when it's, like, you know, Paul is too harsh and is a fucking asshole. And then Angus is the perfect, that kid, the actor crushed it. Like he was the perfect angsty little fuckhead with also, this is his, this is his debut. I know. I know. This I had to look it up. Cause first, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. I hope this guy's in more stuff. Cause he did a really good job. You know what I mean? Uh, cause he's like kind of cringe, but also like, he's got like that youth to him. I don't know. And then, uh, obviously the chick played Mary was so good, but like, well, dude, yeah, Divine that uh, Divine Randolph. Have you seen? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the? Have you seen that show? Um, Only Murderers in the Building. No, I've been I've been she, meaning to watch it, but Mary, it, uh, my wife's on the fence about. Like she was, I was like, "Do you want to watch it with me?" And she's like, "Maybe," and I'm like, "Oh, that's a maybe." So I gotta, oh, I gotta, man. I gotta save it. That's to not watch a no. with her. Yeah, well, usually it's a no. You know what I mean? So I mean, well, yeah, clearly, but uh, <laughs> it'll it probably be a no because no, it's. I would I would say that show is like I don't know three stars or whatever maybe but uh anyways it's a fine show she but she's it? in it and she's really funny yeah. she's like kind of a small part but she's like a detective but anyways yeah every time she's in it it's funny and so seeing her in this she plays the complete opposite character like in in only murderers she's like she's like kind of like a, a hard-ass sarcastic cop and in this movie she's a very sad <laughs> you know like just lonely grieving mother. Well, and it's nice because like everyone's that's so she does it so but good. She's, but every, she's so real. Her character rocks. Dude, when she gets drunk, she's strong. I love, I love that. And so like much. she's very much like somber. She's doing her job. You know, she's drinking and smoking, and then she's just like, but like she's not like she's grieving. But everyone is like pitying her. You know what I mean? And everyone's like, she's like, okay, thank you. You know, but it doesn't ever like break down until she gets too drunk at the Christmas party. Uh, or the New Year's Eve party or whatever. <laughs> and then it's just like, that's when it's really like the grief that she's been holding in. And it's just like, makes you realize like, oh, she's been like barely keeping it together. But it's like, <laughs> dude, such a subtle I love when she performance, goes, you know? I don't know. When she goes back home to her sisters and like, 
the the Angus Angus is like has to take her bags up and then she he comes down and she's, she's like, like you're no not you're done. not done yeah. you're not done you got to take me up yeah, help and me he's up. like he's like those stairs he's like they look slippery <laughs> like uh, I love and like it, dude this movie had like so much levity in it on top of like all the darkness which just makes it real it, it makes may- it realistic the only time the only time that I thought it was a little it I mean because it's a movie so you can't like it, it can't be like too real then it kind of like it's not as when fun he, but when he dislocates when, his shoulder right. Oh, that! Oh, dude, that's so brutal. Yeah, that is that's kind of that's so kind of like silly, when he's chasing him. He's like, "That's gonna be detention. You're gonna be suspended, young uh-huh. man." And he, yeah, he's like, "I'm yeah. going out there. I don't give a fuck." It jumps into a fucking pile of rubble. <laughs> fucks but, his arm but up. that like, I I liked that as like that's a good bit where like that's good. actually like it's funny but still grounded in reality. But no, the the part that I thought was like super ridiculous but was actually you know uh, spoilers jumping ahead was my favorite scene in this whole movie. Is the is when Paul Giamatti is confronted with an old alumni. That's so and good. I love he's, that. Scene, and he's yeah. and he's like more quote unquote successful than him. And so he makes up like he's writing a book and he makes him like write a book on ancient cameras and how like he just goes he's like tell he, like, him the title. Go on, tell him the title. Yeah. And God, what is the title? Oh, I'm so mad. It was something like ancient ancient glass or reflective yeah. glass, glass or something stilly. And like how he talks about how he's like, oh, the old like curved glass from like making lenses he's back like, in like. The, it's the, like the actually it was like a telescopic astronomical yeah. device, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the camera. Like, dude, it that like that that scene was like the most movie scene to me. And yet it like it still works in the, in the it movie. Works like, so it doesn't, well. doesn't take me out. But. But I just loved it. It was just such a good moment because it was like it was like that was like they like got to bond. Like they both he Paul Giamatti was super vulnerable and you when know, he's asking, he him, he's like, I thought a Brenton man never lied or whatever and all this. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, That guy doesn't deserve my real story. Fuck that guy. And he's like, Yeah, you know what? Fuck that guy. You're right. And it's yeah. like that is you could tell that's a moment where uh Paul like he's like, All right, you know, maybe this kid's not like, you know, he, he was starting to fill it before, but I could tell that was a big barrier come down for him he was like you know this kid maybe he gets it a little bit you know like sort of well, right but, think, but if he's not careful like, he's gonna turn into me you know yeah no that i think that's like that is clearly like the the takeaway from this movie is like paul giamatti sees so much of himself in him that he doesn't yeah but but he also doesn't like he's i don't know i mean paul giamatti doesn't seem like that's what's nice is they didn't make him like tragic in this he just he seems real and human and he also seems like he's got a few regrets and you know probably wishes that he actually like you know took some chances when he was younger but is still proud of the work that he's done and so he sees that in angus and is like you know get like get out there and live your life it's coming of age it's why the ending's so good too it's coming of age for him like he finally uh is forced he makes a sacrifice for this kid to have a future and then because he's fired his it's like he has nothing holding him back anymore even though that's he put himself in that position and so he's like oh i'm a, maybe i will go write that book whatever he calls it the for short of uh, the pamphlet essentially <laughs> and uh yeah yeah i don't know that's what makes it a uh, it's primo primo arc there bub yeah. but yeah it's all right <laughs> i think yeah I, i'm that's kind of where like you know i've uh i enjoy it I, uh, I wanted to tell you a fun little uh, tidbit because, you know, why not? I'm here for a little more. Do you want to do you want to look up some? I'll tell you one fun fact and I'll tell you the money minute. Yeah, look can... it up. Was that was that your favorite part then was the but, uh, the old colleague? That, that kind of that kind of that whole scene, like the whole basically. Well, the in fun, the liquor store and everything. 
Too. Well, yeah, 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 right. Like from that sequence of them bonding and like Paul Giamatti truly letting down his guard was was my favorite part. And then just and then I just think that's like a really funny scene. So like that specific scene where he meets him and it's like super weird and he like he's kind of like whatever, you know, like goading him and getting him to like continue to lie deeper. It was it was yeah. great. And like puffing him up. Yeah. It's hilarious. It was fun to fun to watch him do that and you know it's cool paul giamatti um and uh what was her name again what did i say <laughs> divine something yeah oh yeah yeah divine joy randolph right yeah randolph uh they went sorry I'm, I'm reading something and also talking about the same time so i will focus on this they both went to yale and got their uh, like fuck. I gotta find whatever. a qu- I gotta find a fun fact. Shit. <laughs> I know. Although I had this, I had this written down, and then I forgot what the what the degree is. But their acting degree is from Yale. They both went to like the same professors, and everything went through the same course. But Paula Giamatti graduated in '94, and then she graduated in 2011. Wow, great, crazy difference. But really fun that they got to work together. I'm scared to look at it because it's like I always I, f- I feel like she's probably much older than us, but she's probably not that much older than us i i no, really uh, no, i don't want to yeah we're, she probably got yeah. a couple years on us maybe but i'm scared <laughs> probably yeah probably not even dude I, but, I, uh, I watch movies and stuff now and i'm like wait that main adult protagonist he's like 28 and i'm like i, used, I mean that's, that used to be like the, the age they're so old that oh, is uh, god no buddy that's everybody in saltburn is like <laughs> really fucking well it's supposed to be it's like a period piece for anyway, because they're like millennials. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, you know, yeah. It's like Divine, I... Divine was she was born in ninety or eighty six. So oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Two two years or wait, three years older than me. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, speaking of old, something fun also with this is the the recommended or like whatever the mandatory viewing for this movie to get prepped. With the graduate, landlord, Harold and Maud, the last detail, Paper Moon, and all the president's men. Interesting. Great, that's a that's a great list to get. That, that totally is, fills. Yeah. That totally fills. Like fuck. When are we gonna? Oh like, wait. Right. I was like, when are we gonna do Paper Moon? We did, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we totally <laughs> did Paper Moon. Dog. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. When are we gonna do yeah. Paper Moon again? <laughs> I don't. I know. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm just gonna watch it. Well, again. Yeah, that's a good movie. I know. I can't remember. That was early. Yeah. If you like Paper uh, Moon, go listen to that episode. God, you know what? what uh, uh, you you remember Big Fat Liar? Sorry, I'm just looking at Paul Giamatti's uh, filmography now. Did you ever watch no, that? I don't. Big Fat don't Liar, where he gets that. dyed blue. Oh my god! Oh my god! That like yeah, the Nickelodeon I don't adjacent yeah. film with yeah, like yeah, he's got it's got what's his, from, it's got uh, Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes is in it too, right? I think I when think they were so. they were a thing. Anyways, that's uh yeah that yeah <laughs> we we're we we're dude that was made that. one year difference than sideways it's just crazy he's like a hip young executive and big fat liar and then <laughs> yeah. sideways he's got like his hair all dirty. he looks like such a like a you know like he's got a the receding he looks like 30. he's 42 yeah he's a 30 year old that looks 42 and is obsessed with wine <laughs> god i want to watch sideways again we need to watch sideways again yeah that's yeah we'll find like a way it. maybe we'll do, we'll do uh when we do directors maybe we'll do alexander Payne cuz it's like i i i want to see a couple of his other movies well, I've not seen, but I've liked everything he's ever done, so that I've seen. I I, uh, I forgot he did downsizing, and I actually yeah we really were talking we were talking about that recently, and I was like, and yeah. 
I want to see Nebraska though. That was one that ne- I didn't know he did that either. Nebraska's good, I, dude. I really want to see it. Yeah. See, I, I yeah, remember when it came out. It. I really liked Nebraska. See, I wanted to see. I, it looked dumb when it came out, but then having seen all the movies since then, I want to see about Schmidt. I never saw it, but I just remember yeah. everyone being like about Schmidt, and it's just Jack Nicholson's fucking dumb face. Well, his beautiful, yeah, right. his beautiful face, but you know. His know, uh, yeah. he, dumb old, he's got he's that got a, face. <laughs> he's got a weird smirk, yeah, for sure. He's yeah, it's a, he's got a weird sinister look. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, uh, money minute wise though, there is no. This is new. This is still in theaters, so yeah. it doesn't have it doesn't have the full rundown of budget right now. But I went through and I looked at sideways. Sideways was sixteen mil to produce. Downsizing was sixty eight million, which is okay. wild to Sa- produce that Matt Damon money, which. He got the Matt Damon money, and it's a sci-fi, uh, they, so like, they, so like they just they they use some effects. some effects. Yeah, but Nebraska is twelve million, so I have a strong feeling it's probably between sixteen and twelve million because this is definitely subdued and totally in that realm. I, I, w- I would have guessed ten to fifteen. Yeah, would have so, been my guess, I mean, especially that, with all on location and everything, and like uh, yeah, small right, right, small cast, three, three actors yeah. basically. Yeah, right. I, I like bet you everybody it's else ten. I I bet you everybody else was only there for a week, and then the and then the three were there for you know maybe two months. <laughs> I bet I bet this movie took no time at all to film. But uh, right now at the box office, it's holding at nineteen million. So I'm sure it's I'm sure I it's going to guarantee do fine. it's made its money back though, because I would be really yeah. surprised if this was over nineteen million. Me too. Yeah, that would be even with Paul Giamatti because he's not even though he's a household name. I feel like he would do. Especially working with Payne again, he would probably hit him, you know, throw him a like, bone and do. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely more of base. like a sedub doing it for the love of the game kind of actor, you right? Know? And he's not a he's not an A list fucking huge. Mary doesn't know who Paul J. Money is, so like, yeah. Well, actually, now that I think about it, this I was movie, like, he's the guy from uh, Lady in the Water. Come on, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Uh, this movie, this movie sold at Toronto Film Festival for Fo- Focus Features bought it for thirty million. Oh. so maybe it was probably, you know, the production could have been around that thirty million, but Yo, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, I, I really wouldn't be surprised. It, it just depends on what what they count because it's always that's that's the thing where it's like nowadays movies with distribution and with like digital, you know, streaming. I think distribution is like cheaper now, and so I don't know exactly how they. Well, this got a you know everyone's. This has been critically a lot. It's the end of you know it's the start of the new year. This is it'll get some Oscar buzz. This has been on a lot of people's uh, top ten lists. You know, it's never it's not number one, but it's everyone's like you can't not like this movie. It fucking it was great and it touched me in a good way. It was really well written. I'll I'll be (laughs) surprised. I would love to see. Paul Giamatti, uh, like supporting actor nomination or something. I don't know if I will, but uh, like screenplay, I bet you'll get a screenplay something. So hopefully it gets at least talked about so that it gets like another round of like people watching it. You know what I mean? Come Oscar season. Yeah. It's like because it is sort of a smaller movie. It's like not as sensational. It's maybe just like, you know, cozy, which is the whole fucking thing, which is weird. I know, right? Uh, I think I think this fit perfect for Cozy Month. No, it was a perfect way to end it off, and it's like I I really I watched this, and then and I watched uh, I watched this on Christmas Eve, and I watched it right after I had watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And it oh, was, nice! It was perfect to watch the two of them. Yeah, which uh, well, it, that's good. Go that listen to cozy. go listen to that episode. We did a How the Grinch Stole Christmas episode. <laughs> I know we I we love it. <laughs> we're yeah we're fans. It's so good. Oh my god! It, yeah, it holds up. 
my my wife thinks I'm an idiot watching that movie because I'm just like laughing <laughs> dude, my ass off. Dude, dude it's it's too good. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, I got yeah, I got a Reddit or two for you. Yeah, well, Reddit. Oh, let's hear it. Hold on to your horses, bub. Uh, so catnip underscore fl says I saw it a few weeks ago. Very nostalgic for me because it takes place the year I graduated high school. And that winter, I'd go up to Boston to visit my best friend who was going to college there. I really enjoyed it. I want to hear more. That's the whole comment. I know. But Please. Th- give this us is some literally the, the character that just like came out. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, what music did you listen to? What weird wall-eyed teacher did you have a relationship with that's that was really like comfortable? Yeah. I was I was so happy this was a comfortable relationship. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, did you know any Mormon kids and did you throw their gloves <laughs> out into the snow? Like I feel like you uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Boston. Were you a bully? Was your father rich and took you skiing? Cause... I know, right? I know. I was like, uh, I didn't really know what to expect. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be the cast of characters. And I was surprised when they all, the rest of them got whisked away. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. So let's see what they do with this, like more limited now. I, I was excited, but I was also like, huh, I wonder what it would have been like with some of them other characters. Cause I was like getting ready to be like, oh, they're going to be around. There's like this, you know, uh, South Korean. Cause it's like the whole bit with uh, Angus and the Korean kid that like peed the bed and he's like trying to help him out and everything. And he's like, here, I'll help you hide your sheets in the morning and stuff. It's like so many good character building moments, but then you realize, and I was waiting for like an ensemble type cast. Cause I didn't really know. I was waiting for like it to be like this breakfast club thing. But then, uh, you know, they all got whisked away and I'm like, Oh, this was just, they were there to build out not only the world and feel real, like they're their own people, but for the main characters, you know what I mean? They were there right for fucking Paul Giamatti's character to have growth with like disciplining that other kid for fucking Angus to have growth being like, Oh, he's kind of like big brotherly in a way, you know, and all this. Um, very good. Anyway. Um, uh, what was I doing? I'm stone. I'm stone sober too. I'm so sorry. Re- reading a little. I mean, that is your problem. <laughs> I I, I needed to focus myself. uh, So Clones of People 2 says, this film went so well with a nice glass of whiskey. The film was very cozy with its quiet, folksy soundtrack, its slow pace and editing. The crossfades made made it feel very nostalgic. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I've liked Payne and Giamatti since Sideways, and I think this film is its equal. Everything is so understated, but also delivering emotional blows through the characters. The writing and acting was superb, and I'm trying to figure out how they did the effect with Giamatti's eye. Overall, a very good drama. I would not be surprised if it picked up some Oscar buzz. Yeah, I would love to see it. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, uh, I forgot about the crossfades, man. That's fucking dope. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing. It like it is. I totally fits, did too. But the swipes worked, and like the, it fits so perfectly like, that it's just like you don't. I didn't even. I noticed it, but again, I was like so immersed in like. It wasn't some flashback. It wasn't, you know, there was no voiceover. Like, it just was in this time. And it looked like it was kind of made in this time because of, like, the credits and, like, the it had film grain that looked good, even though it wasn't shot on film. I know. That's so, so crazy how good that it looked. I thought it was film, obviously. like it. Just, I didn't even give it the, a second thought because they didn't have yeah, digital the, in the 70s, and this was made in the 70s. Right. Yeah. So, like, the 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 illusion was was flawlessly executed and i think this is film magic dude this is movie magic is all the snow is practical it's all real everything was real they got caught in a snowstorm and so they just used it 
So like, it's just like this movie was shot on such a like, I it had to been like a really small budget. Like I feel like they just they just used nature and they like they made this movie and it worked for them and like it just looked beautiful. I, yeah, it like looked it looked so authentic. I just that's yeah, it looked like the seventies. Authentic for sure is the way to put. It. I know it's uh he kept drinking Jim Beam, which is like my like it's not it's my whiskey drink, right? Because I'm a Jim Beam kind of guy. Oh right, yeah. yeah, it's the cheapest but tastiest whiskey. You it know, is. It's it's really. the best of that tier, in my right. opinion. It's right, right. you know obviously there are better whiskeys if you're willing to shot them. Well, cl- bucks, but. well, clearly. But uh, but I'm like the whole time I'm like fuck. I wish I had a glass of Jim Beam to go with this. You know, I wish I had a bottle of Jim Beam to grab by the neck and give <laughs> a kiss to. You know what I mean? Should have would have. Fucking. But yeah. Um, you know another part I really liked is uh, oh what. <laughs> when they, uh, cause they was, it's like such a f- goofy little thing, but it's just like when they go to the restaurant and he wants to order that dessert, but sh- they won't let him cause it's got oh, brandy in it. Yeah. That's and movie. That's a movie scene too. That's it, a good, it yeah, is, but it's just like scene, yeah. they, they played it around real good with how it ended. It really fit. It was like a good opportunity to bring the characters together. Cause it's like, not only is it like Paul ends up defending him and being like, you know, he's being really polite, but then it finally he's like, what kind of fucking fascist r- restaurant are you running here? You know what I mean? And they're like, let's just get the ice cream and cherries. And then outside, they like pour a bunch of fucking Jim Beam on it <laughs> and light yeah. it on fire. And then they can't put it out. And I'm like, and they have a laugh about it. And it's like, that's one of those small, like, oh, just spontaneous things. That, I mean, like, that's a core. That's a core memory. That's a core they, memory. They just gave, it's like they just gave to that kid. Like found yeah. family. <laughs> like this is the this is his true yeah. family because. They're all so alone, and that's the thing. Well, I mean, the movie's called The Holdovers, and I think all three of them are held over in their life. You know what I mean? I mean, that's like, you can't you can't get any more meta than that, baby. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but this was this was a sweet movie, and I actually like. I find myself like wanting to watch it again, but I don't know why. It wasn't like it just was so. It was so like peaceful and true to life, but it like wasn't like flashy and i i just i think there's something so like well, honest about it and, and it was real so sin- I, I it, it was sincere because sincere, that's the yeah. thing it's not like i feel like it's it's yeah movie magic it's very carefully crafts its tone because it does it leaves like a nice taste but it's like bittersweet which a lot of these movies have been uh you know it's like you know everyone's still got all these hardships ahead of them and, and you know his dad still all fucking has these his, his family life is shit and who knows, fucking the, Paul Giamatti, stinky. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Everyone's got emphysema because they're smoking two backs a day. Yeah, so it's just like, but I really want to, like, I think this movie is going to have some serious staying power. So, like, I do think that, like, everyone, a lot of people, everyone who saw it really loved it, but I do think it is sort of underseen just because it's not flashy. Like, my wife, uh, she liked it. She watched it with me and she liked it uh, quite a bit. But it's just like, this is not the kind of movie, unless you're like a film person, like normally it's like, and they're like, I don't want to watch a boring movie about some fucking kid that gets stuck behind and has to stuck behind at Christmas time. Like that, like that sounds lame. Like there's no fucking magic wands or fucking Tony Stark's not in this or anything. <laughs> um, but I do think it's, well, I just, I, I, I just it realized that this is, it'll have its impact. This is all, like and now I'm thinking about it though, and I'm like, man, we are we're old, bud. We're we're getting we're getting up there, pal. Like this is like I've just thought about. It. I'm like like 
I don't think anyone under I I, I guarantee you no one from my work who's all under twenty five have seen this movie. I'm holding my back and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. too many edits in Saltburn. Look, <laughs> like, I know, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. like, calm down. Yeah. There's fucking with that title card. I like actually <laughs> that, the title card was amazing, dude. Uh, like yeah. I said, the the opening of Saltburn was probably like the best part next to the drain. So, but uh, obviously. Yeah, but man, this like this movie was this movie was sweet, and it's I think it's got that like you said it has this like familiar nostalgia that we weren't we weren't part of this, and I I other than really, that one Reddit comment who literally this is a biography of their life. Apparently. I know. Well, right, that's what I mean, and I think, but I that's why that, it works for everyone. You don't have to be that person to enjoy this movie. Right, of course, but I do, but I do think there is like an older. It's it's going to skew older, but like I think that's kind of all of you know. Pain's films. Well, the, like yeah, the movies are more about that. It's more of a retrospect and establishing, like, you know, where am I in my life once it's firmly established. They're not coming of age stories, but they are coming into right. coming of middle age stories often. But this is that's what I. It's that's both. What I that's it's why a, it is. It's, like, it's both. I guess when I I call it a midlife crisis, but it is like it's a. Yeah, it's coming, it's a coming of, of age, coming of, but of age. two different large chapters of their lives. This is the end. This is the turning of the page for both of them, for all of them, but primarily the two that Mary's there too. But you know, I was she, really, I was really waiting for it to be like a Benjamin Button style where he's like, "I was Angus, and now I, I've become, I've become Tyler Angus. Durden." Like, <laughs> it's like just, yeah, right. Like he just like he was like he's like, and that was me, a memory in my head. And Mr. now I'm gonna go away, and he's just got like mannequin parts. In he his, actually <laughs> got his fired because Mr. Hunnan's just having a fucking mental breakdown about when he went there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, and then, right, and then right, we yeah, went like, to Boston, and they're like, "Oh God, he's become his father." And it's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh crap!" It's like, remember that? Remember that young boy you strangled to death when you were with <laughs> Angus when you strangled to death when you were <laughs> in, in the '60s? Yeah. And it's like present day. It's like 2011. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the hold up. You know what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's my. That's my it's fanfic. Good. I'm gonna write some fanfic for uh, Pullover, make it a thriller. If, if you watch, if you listen to this episode or watched it on YouTube, thank you. Um, and you were waiting till now to uh, decide whether or not to watch the movie. It's a watch. <laughs> you should go I would, watch it. I would definitely, yeah, you should go watch it. It's gonna yeah, It'll have a little Oscar buzz. It'll be if it'll you, be out. It's like worth your time. I'm sure you have already seen it, and if so. Go tell us on the Reddit what you thought about it, and if you agreed with our opinions or not. You probably did because we're often right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited because uh, next month we're at, the next movie we're watching is actually quite similar to the holdovers. It's very very similar, uh, which is weird. Uh, it's going to be Michael Bay's Bad Boys Two, A One. Oh, Bad Boys Two One. It did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a clincher, dude. That came right at the end. I really thought it was going to be Hot Fuzz. Yeah, uh, for well, sure. It's, yeah, yeah, that'll be it. Alexander one. Alexander's Pains. Uh, <laughs> Bad Boys too. You know Paul what? Giamatti stars in this. This is our first like uh, Michael Bay movie. I think that we're breaking our Michael Bay it cherry. A hundred percent. And I think that's an appropriate Michael Bay film because the last like fifteen years, I don't think I'd want to watch a movie that Michael Bay's made. I yeah, I've kind of except Pain, Pain, Pain and Gain. Oh yeah, Pain I kind of actually Pain and Gain's to see fucking it. awesome. Oh, did you see? Um, it? I want yeah, that yeah. one. I did want to see because I'm like, oh, that actually looks different, and it's like I like more of a Michael crime. Bay. Michael Bay can make. He can make good movies. He just chooses not to. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. He, yeah, he chooses, well, just chooses he, to make fun things, I guess. Yeah, he did say, and I kind of respect him for it, he did say in an interview back years ago, like, yeah, 10 years ago, 
that he makes movies for like his teenage sons. Yeah. That's uh, cute. But they're probably he, grown adults now, so he can go back to making grown adult movies. I would well, like yeah, to. Oh, I guess know, he made I, that like Ben Keist movie that just came out with Jake Gyllenhaal last year, uh, Ambulance or whatever, right? Oh shit, that was him. Oh, okay, I heard that was I heard that was good. Or at least, uh, yeah, I heard, I, mean, it was, I heard it was. I heard it was a solid action movie. Solid. Is what I heard. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllen, who is just fantastic. So Gyllen. I imagine he carried a lot of it. So yeah. <laughs> the Gyllen who, but uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, man. I guess if you can work with Megan Fox fifteen times, why wouldn't you? You know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> for his teenage, for his teenage boys. Oh, you know what? Uh, you know, movie Mary for sure. So, spoiler: if you made it this far, thank you. But for I know February, Patreon, Patreon rocks. R slash yeah, coldest to knowledge. Come all the plugs. You can Patreon. come. <laughs> the different thing about us than most of Reddit. Reddit is mostly just like you see it and then you're gone. We go back over the course of a week and then some. To what on the same threads to be like catch up on movies, see what other people are talking about of the movie of the week. So even though well, you, you holdovers was like, like a week and a half, two weeks ago, if you listen to this and you have an opinion or have something to say that we were fat, you were we're you know factually inaccurate about, go tell us on the Reddit. Never, we will, we will see it. Uh, not with a yep. steel trap fucking mind like Jordan's over there. <laughs> I know my mind palace, baby. I'm <laughs> I'm sprucing it up. Dude. Is, it's gonna yeah. be. I'm getting I'm getting a potted plant. He's it's got a H. He's got an HD TV show going on, and they're gonna re- re- <laughs> they're gonna fucking renovate the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, but no, uh, I'm spoiling it sort of. But because uh, speaking of Michael Bay, so in February we're gonna do. My wife is gonna come on, and she's gonna pick all the movies that we do for the polls. She's going to come on and do the podcast with us. But she said she's going to definitely add Armageddon, which is Michael Bay as well. Okay. Oh, she's going to add my Armageddon, but Armageddon, Armageddon's going to win. Doesn't mean it's going to win, but I can't tell her because then she'll find a way to make us watch. Like a show. I feel like she's going to troll us a little bit, so we'll see. I'm, exci- mm. I'm excited for her picks, dude. Yeah, next month's going to be They're surprisingly off, good. The, off the wall. But what what is this month's theme? Oh, um, and- I don't know. I Honestly, I didn't write it. I didn't like... Normally, I have it like in a specific boiled down to a word or two, but I haven't really been doing that as much lately. But I definitely would just think like high octane or action or like fast paced, but like specifically like high action. You know, I want I want things that are just like if whatever the opposite of cozy is, you know what I mean? I want like can intense get on one of those. Yeah. Crank is 100 percent going to be crank. Okay, good. I I didn't make it onto this. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, crank. I know. Crank I know rules. all about it. I crank, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. You you already know saw, exactly what happens in crank. I saw like hand handgun Henry or whatever. What's that one? Mark? Hardcore Henry. Yeah. Hardcore Henry. I've seen that. It's basically the same thing, just shot better. But anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's fun. Okay, we're, we're high octane. I'm feeling it, dude. I'm, it's pumping in my veins. Yeah, we're gonna baby. get we're gonna get like bad more boys. Big crazy. Yeah, bad boys too. I loved this movie when I was 13. You know, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, we, have we watched Bad Boys 1? Go listen to that podcast <laughs> and then come back for po- Bad Boys 2. I know. We usually don't go straight to a sequel. I was actually going to put Terminator 2 possibly, but I think it's just going to win, so I didn't. I think uh, I think it's fine because they're, they're, aren't they like – they're not like direct sequels, right? They're no, just it is. established characters ah, that it's, go on another well, that's, adventure. That's the thing. It's right? like I usually right. don't go straight to sequels, but uh, you know, Terminator 2, it's like all you need to know, Sarah, you, a little bit with Sarah Connor's past and the T uh, Terminator – and, uh, but in this, it's like, you know, they're just buddy cop, any buddy cop, you know what I mean? Like you don't need yeah. to know the exact events of bad boys one, uh, which bad boys one is pretty good, but it doesn't have the, 
the juice of Bad Boys 2. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see if the 13-year-old inside of me, it still holds up. Because it's also goofy. Martin Lawrence and uh, that other guy that slapped Chris Rock. I forgot well, his name. Well, I, dude, I think that's like, I'm sad because before Will Smith was a cuck, he like oh. actually had fun <laughs> making movies, and now he doesn't have fun making, he, like, I don't think he's had fun making a movie in like the last 15 years, so, no. if not longer. When he, was that, what was that one he made? It was like, Happiness or something? Yeah, Pursuit like of Happiness. Sad. That's Pursuit when, happiness. I think that's like when he got movie. the taste, when there, he's like, people are like, well, Will Smith's a real actor, and he looked in the mirror and he's like, I am. I, I, yeah, he's like, I am the greatest a real actor. actor. I, mean, I dude, must have an Oscar. You dude, know, that I, motherfucker was making like a hundred million a movie. So, I mean, he was like, he was like the highest paid actor for like 10 years. So yeah, I just don't like <laughs> he, that he yeah. doesn't fucking swear in his raps. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Name name one rap that you know outside of like whatever the one from Fresh Prince. Fresh, Fresh, Fresh <laughs> yeah. Prince, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I, I'm not going to embarrass myself by pretending to. <laughs> no. You're yeah, too late. Uh, all right, guys. Yeah, I, if you I, made I, it this far, it God, this far. put me out of my misery. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Come to come to Patreon, pay us, and then we can keep doing this longer because you love it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You. Yeah, we're make hour and a half long episodes where it's just 40 minutes of us just fucking <laughs> rambling and then talking about a completely different movie. I mean, that's usually, <laughs> if you've made it this far, you know that this is what we do at the end. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have, so most most of your favorite podcasts out there, everybody, I know that they, at the end, they have like a scripted like layout that like, they like, they like go with. And we're like, we're like, every once in a while, I just go like, I just go like, you know, what's up? Dial 801-613-1501. You can leave us a message. You should. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that doesn't even happen anymore because we're not interested. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I don't have any, I don't have any more friends. I got to get. I got to get, how do you get people to listen to podcasts? Can you tell, please tell a friend out there in podcast land. You, you, I don't even people. like, I would, I would love if you listen to the podcast, but I just want, I want more people to come onto the Reddit and just fucking talk about movies. And it's like, not just like the movie of the week, which we do, but it's just like, I like picking a movie that I'm like obligated to watch. And then a lot of times I'm pleasantly surprised. And then I could go somewhere and be like, this movie's great. And it's like current you know what i mean someone also just watched it and i could talk about it you know i could talk about goodwill hunting now and not go to some message board on somewhere else and be like hey remember the scene from goodwill hunting here's blah 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 Anyways, well come come to us please come to coldestofknowledge.com and you can uh, <laughs> no, that's well, not gonna yeah that's yeah i forgot actually go to the reddit defunct go to the reddit please r slash coldest of knowledge yeah all right thank you everybody we're, d- we're done bye-bye Good night.